I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. You just made the list. Welcome, welcome, welcome into WWGL. We go 91.1 FM. I am your host, Logan Hurston. And I'm, of course, joined by my co-host, the gimmick killer, Cooper Prater. Of course, the... Uh, we are rewarded with the one normal news week so far uh, by my cat scratching me in the face before I came here. So <laughs> I, I think we're off to a good start. Um, Noah, the natural Phillips. Say his name and he appears. I believe in Noah. And the giant, Jack Dudley, sitting at 7-4, obviously. Yeah. Uh, y'all know that we're on the road to WrestleMania now. We're actually on the road... <laughs> To WWE GL Mania, point at that sign. It's not there. It's not, <laughs> it's there. not there. Literally not. No, we have there. still not, not found Color Ink. We have not found Color Ink. There is no sign. Unlike, unlike uh, we do not have the production budget for that one. Um, getting off a hot, we are literally hot dog and a handshake, except no hot dog and only like half a handshake. <laughs> yeah. we, we get like a warm like fish handshake to each other. It, That's how this it, works. It was weird. Like I was expecting like something to happen like at any moment. Something bad. Other than, like, I guess, you know, it was a pretty normal week for wrestling. Other than, I guess, the TNA, like, everyone putting the... Yeah, but, like, even that's, like, just a continuation of... of yeah, what happened last the, week. The already shocking story. You so. uh, clearly haven't been paying attention to how much fantastic mania has been popping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you want to lead... You want to give us our fantastic mania report? Oh, wait! Did that... Did the uh, BCC... Um, announcement happened this week where they're going. Oh yeah, to they're going out. to Arena Mexico. Yeah, yeah versus yeah. is Blue Panther, uh, Blue Panther, Mystico, right? It's is Blue it? Panther Junior and Mystico and I don't remember the other two. Is it Volador? And oh, is it Volador? I wasn't sure if it was Volador and I think Ultimo Guerrero. You might, be, might be right. Be that sounds. That about might right. be it. Yeah. That sounds about right to me. Right. Um. But yeah, they're they're bringing the full force of the Blackpool Combat Club, including Young Wheeler, Young Wheeler, uh, who is there explicitly to take the pin. Apparently, <laughs> he's injured. So is he? He still take a pin. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, brother. You just got to you just got to lay down. <laughs> <laughs> also, Willow from AEW will also be making her Arena Mexico debut um, yes, with notable, terrible person Tessa Blanchard on her team. You win yeah. some, you lose some, boys. <laughs> I cannot. Okay. <laughs> cannot it's Stokely Hathaway going to be managing that team. That's that <laughs> <laughs> it's not her, her team with Stat though. She's she's teaming with somebody else. I think, right? Yeah. No. It's uh. It's Tessa and another uh, CMLO. No. I, Willow's team. It's not Willow and Statlander. It's no. Willow and somebody else. It's, it's Willow, it's... Tessa, and somebody else. No. She's not, she's going against Tessa. I think. No. She's on Tessa's team. Is she? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's right. No, look it up, brother. I'm look, telling you right. I'm looking on, it up. Look it on, up. I will bet a hundred bucks as our as our uh, resident CMML expert. Yeah. It's Stephanie Vacare, um, Zeusis, and Yuvia versus Nightingale, Blanchard, and La Catalina. So Logan was right. Uh, Sorry, well. Sorry Cooper. I know. Like it's weird. You would think. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, no. Blanchard is, I think, a. a Face over there mm, uh, right now, um, yeah. Part He's of the, the problem, 
Uh, Technico, correct. Uh, my, my apologies. A face in any country. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, part of the problem with uh, doing uh, business with Lucha Libre promotions is that you also have then have to do business with the disgraced uh, mm. uh, wrestlers who flee to Lucha Libre promotions True. when they get in hot water in the States or uh, otherwise. Um, uh, and sometimes they, it doesn't even uh, have to be, like, uh, strictly... American people, uh, because right now the biggest guy in AAA is none other than notable, not great person, Alberto El Patron. Yeah, so. apparently Party Marty is also down there. So Yeah, in a match with Pentagon. What? Yep. <laughs> like, in the year of our Lord, in 2024? In the year of our Lord, 2024. Yep. Wait, Marty Jannetty? No, Marty Skrull. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Very different Mar- party. Also, very yeah. different party Marty. Yeah. <laughs> also bad Marty, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can't think of a good. Well, I guess uh, Marty the Moth is the only good Marty in wrestling, is what I'm hearing. Martin Martin Casals, yeah. Yes, <laughs> he's, he's yeah. So as far as we know, he's one of the good. ones. Even like wrestling wise, we had no collision this week. So I mean, it was a pretty light AEW schedule. We can talk about the NBA playoffs. I mean, not the NBA playoffs, but the NBA All Star game. All right, <laughs> we can talk about the All Star game. If we talk about the All Star game, that means you have to buy NBA 2K24 now. I'm not doing that. No, <laughs> God, oh, there no, you go. No. There you go. Um, I don't think there was any. Apparently. WWE is promoting UFC shows on their product, like literally having like a call out. Yeah, I Noah said that. I don't, really watch I don't like that. Um, <laughs> uh, for for one, um, just I I don't watch UFC much at all. Uh, but also, it, it it is like just incredibly transparent, like brand synergy stuff. So yeah, which I'm not. It, it would be kind of funny if he was like, "I'm calling you out." For a match at WrestleMania 40, right, and they have a right. UFC match at that would be crazy. Now, if they were cool, they would do that. Yeah, they're right? not cool. So and they're not gonna do it, and the, they're gonna do it in the um, Lions Den. There you bring go. that bag. The fight, the fight den, <laughs> the, the Hart Family Dungeon. It is mandatory that they have to jump off the second level. So <laughs> you have to do it at least once. <laughs> at no matter what it comes, you gotta do it at least. You once. have to do it at least once. I don't want to see that barbaric nonsense tar- uh, tarnishing this great sport. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that MMA that right, fake exactly. stuff. That's yeah. fake. Yeah, we're wa- we talk about real stuff. We talk about wrestling. Come on now. Right. Apparently, Andrade got like a new bedazzled mask. And the most important news. Good for him. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> the most important news, Noah, take it away. Raquel Rodriguez, the most <laughs> overwoman in the Phillips household, as this podcast has established, is back on WWE TV, and she's going to be in Perth, Australia, to win the Elimination Chamber, hopefully. <laughs> if WWE had a spine, they would make some money with this, and they'd give her the championship at WrestleMania 40. Perth? However you say it. It's Perth. Well, you got to no say I. You, it's you P-E-R-T-H. Ha- it's in Australia, so you had to say it backwards. Threp? Threp? Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, that's still not, that's not how it works. <laughs> that's not how it works. Well, I was like, wait Listen, buddy, all right, have you ever been to Australia? No, I have not. Well, I haven't been either. So how do yeah. we bo- How do we know we're right on this? Well, I do know Australians, and I don't think they would pronounce it that way. But yep. yeah. I-, I asked Kyle Fletcher, yeah. and he said that's not it. There you, know? you go, yeah. Friend um, of the show, Kyle Fletcher. I mean, <laughs> actually, yeah. Friend, friend of the show, of the Kyle, show Kyle I don't Actually, I think an enemy of the show to certain people. What do you mean? Oh, well, no, yeah. To me, absolutely. No. <laughs> I, I, I will have my revenge. Me and him, we're best buds. But you? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, we, can, we can ask uh, the, the actual friend of the show, Mark Davis, instead. Yeah. yeah. No, no um, heat between me and Mark. You know, it, you know it's a dry wrestling week, and we're going to Rev Pro. 
this week. <laughs> yeah, We're going to, you know what? I might give 15 minutes to Jack to talk about Fantastic Media, and I'm going to give 15 minutes to you to talk about Rev Pro. I'm so down. Because I'm going to be honest, all we have for WWE is well, we have to do predictions. Right. Um, And we have The Rock. And I, and then Cody losing clean, and I think that's it. Well, not the clean. Rock? Yeah. I think you mean absolute Ricky Starks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that man was dressed to the nines. It was crazy. It, $500 shirt, you know, brother. It's funny. He created that look, but yet it did not look right. No. It did not look because right Because he created that all. look when he was 200 pounds skinnier. Well, right? <laughs> He's like jack to the nines. This shirt. I'm like, this is not This is not look right. right. And I'm like, first of all, you can do all that, and he's still not going to have the – is cooking, or he should at least have the rock says the, the rock, rock, the rock says, says yeah. the rock. You're right. Um, it is the very, helicopters. he's on. also apparently not only is he Ricky Starks, but he's also part of the Bang Bang Scissor Gang because he threw up that <laughs> guns <know>. up. <laughs> What's he doing? He's what the is biggest, he doing here? He's the biggest <laughs> AEW mark of all time. A storytelling brother. I don't know if you realize this, but he pointed at Roman when yeah. he said, I have to make sure you lose. At- Storytelling, brother. You breathe that in, brother. Paul Heyman looked at him a little bit weird when that went on. I think this is what people want, brother. <laughs> it's, it's, it's what the people want. I don't know. I will say I am intrigued um, because mainly I thought I would never see that man in any type of shirt that way. He needs the sleeves. He needs the sleeves. It does not look <laughs> right with how absolutely jacked he is to have like that like vest type of thing. It looked weird when he turned around and it showed the I'm like, that thing's about to pop off. Yeah. That's what um, looks weird with the sunglasses. Yeah, like he needs better. He needs. He needs better. He needs to go back to aviators. His sunglasses did look like they were like glued onto his. Yeah, face. <laughs> <laughs> he was very much like action figured out yeah. of the nines. <laughs> um, I will say I do. I, I like it that he's a heel, and in, I'm fine with him in the bloodline. Sure, that's okay. It's Maybe a, it's a fun. It's definitely a fun uh, twist from everything he's been doing since he's been coming back for like 20 years. It is crazy. We got the one face. Rock promo of this whole the, thing. Yeah, the right. last. That's where we were. The last promo. time the Rock will ever be a face ever. We saw it on air too. Yeah, um, which is. I wonder what they're gonna have for the shirts now. Um, yeah, you gotta find something. Quick. You gotta do something here. Yeah. <laughs> they're gonna give the Rock in the Gucci shirt. That's what's, or the Versace. That's just gonna be a picture of him in that. How right. much does the five hundred dollar shirt cost nowadays? After well, inflation, I think the sh- the specific shirt he had in the nineties like eighteen hundred. Really? I think that one was cheaper because he didn't have the sleeves on it. So most businesses down. <laughs> Lower production costs. That was the best, was the yeah, best brother. Right. Yeah, the production. But I mean, like, let's be honest, bro. The Rock's like a, what? Almost a billionaire. He can afford the eighteen hundred dollars right. shirt. Right. Come on, a public trade. Because someone's like, Cowboys. someone's like, the reason the Rock's wearing a vest is because he couldn't afford it. I'm like, come on now, come on, come on, man. Um, did anything happen in it? I don't even watch NXT anymore, so I couldn't even tell you. What happened? I just want to talk about Red Pro, honestly. Brother, <laughs> Ilya Dragunov fought Dijak. I don't know if that was last week or the week that before. That might have been last but week. But that was awesome. I, Well, yeah, because always, they always have good matches because Dijak is like the best hand they have, other than Ilya that they have in NXT. Oh, wait. No, I know what happened. Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker are tag champs, apparently. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The I Wolf Dogs, as they call them. And also, Braun Breaker's on SmackDown still. So That's called good booking, brother. I don't know if you knew Shawn this Michaels has a new um, technique where he's like, yeah, you can go to the main roster, but you're not going to be able to leave. I'm just going to belt you up. Right. So you have to come back. Yeah. That's his new – I think that was also Corbin said. I was like his first time in like seven or eight years, which is kind of crazy to think about. What championship has Corbin ever won? I'm like – U.S. I'm like yeah. – oh, okay. I was – he was U.S. Racking champ. Like, my brain well, he debuted 
was like U.S. champ a couple times, won the money in the bank, and then all his momentum went to crap. But yet he was like a main fixture in like multiple world title feuds and other feuds that whole time. So right. like, Wasn't he also uh, NXT? He, was, he, did, he didn't really have a single championship in NXT. NXT. Really? Okay. He had a yeah. pretty short run in NXT. Very mm-hmm. short. Because yeah. um, they basically just shot him straight to the Andre and he won it. Like, you know. Right. Uh, I think he lost to Apollo in NXT, didn't he? Yes, he did. Apollo Crews. Let me see what happens. Is there anything else of sustenance that's happened in NXT? I can't think of it. Surely not. Was the, uh, I can't imagine the big there was. Carmelo uh, story beat uh, this week or last week? I think that was last week where he had the promo with Ilya. I don't even think he was on this week. Okay. Ooh, you know what did happen, though? Not on NXT. On NXT level up. Jay Malachi. Oh, yeah, Jay Malachi. I did see that. Jay Malachi. Oh, yeah, yeah, He yeah. looked awesome. Javon <laughs> yeah. Evans. Now. Javon Evans. Yeah. Ooh, whatever. Uh, perfect name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good name. Uh, good for him. Uh, I, I've never seen any of his stuff. I'm not a DPW guy. You have to watch it because he's like real-life Spider-Man. Like, he, he does, like, he basically quips to people while he beats their tails. Oh, that's cool. Like, he, like, jump off the ropes like, that boy bouncy or something like that. Just, like, hit him with a cutter or something like that. He had to lose in his debut because, you know, we can't have nice things. But it is lost cool. Briggs, though. You know, that's a, that's a good guy right there to lose to. Or he lost to, yeah, was it? It was Jensen. It wasn't Briggs. Oh, they're both good guys to lose to. They're both uh, feature main eventers. In WWE. Don't worry, brother. <laughs> the, the, the country gimmick, guys. The country gimmick. I'm aware. <laughs> um, Yeah, I think that's, you know, there's not much that happens in NXT on a weekly basis. On a, on a good week. On a good week. It's <laughs> I, You know, as someone who was the, the NXT defender, um, I've stopped being that. Brother, I, watched, I think it's very much cooled off until, like, pay-per-views. Like, they don't have, like, the crazy match every week that they used yeah, to do. Yeah, I, I watched Deadline, and I was like, okay, cool, I got it. And then I, <laughs> and then you're like, uh, let me too now. Um, but with that being said, I think we have reached the time for our first little PSA break. We'll be back after these brief messages. Heel we're supposed to hate <laughs> That's the way to come back. Welcome back to WBGL. He's a heel. We're supposed to hate him. That's what we like to say here. Um Dynamite! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Light the light the fuse. Break the rules. One of the rare times I actually got to watch Dynamite live, and it will happen again this week. I'm off Wednesday, so yeah, I got to watch that insane. What is it? Joe Swerve and uh, Brian Cage versus Hangman RVD and, uh, and Hook, which is funny because then at the same time, Tony Khan announced two months in advance, RVD will be back on 420 Collision. <laughs> Fantastic. He know he knows his stuff, um, but let's look run down what happened on Dynamite. Actually, yeah, I remember it was a pretty solid Dynamite. You had a good little promo segment with Joe and Swerve and Hangman. Yeah, I love I love this segment a lot. Um, Joe, even when he's not wrestling, is still presented as just an absolute like mafia boss. Yes, and everybody is rightfully scared of him. Um, and I like the the very uh, um, kind of. Uh, uh, okay, okay, boys, boys. Yeah, let's, let's all settle down now. I'm your world champion. <laughs> like, yeah, kind of and I'm gonna whoop both of you. Neither of you are beating each other to take my title off of me. Right. Uh, I also love too that they didn't like immediately come to blows. I think AEW. It's very interesting to watch this Revolution build. I feel like everything's gonna fully break loose. Once they, I mean, like Osprey and they do big business and all that stuff afterwards. But like, if you remember correctly, one of our main faults of all in Wembley and all out for that matter was just it was kind of like really quick builds which I think they're very much taking their time on this one yeah for and, sure and I don't think it's like compl- everything's completely working but like especially the world title feud is working 
Yeah. You know? And not having a pay-per-view in between World's End and this helps a lot. Yes. Um, I prefer the more spaced out pay-per-views. Um, but yeah, hopefully I think I, I want them to, you know, take that lesson um, from last year. Even though, I don't know, it, I, I enjoyed both of those shows. Uh, I did too, for sure. Enough. But um, the one thing that I think could be improved is a more um, intentional build throughout multiple weeks rather than kind of dropping a bunch of matches like two weeks ahead of time. Yep. In the Valentine's Day surprise, we had Daxi Axe versus John Moxley. Give a little smooches to each other to start it off. Uh, you'd and love just, to see it. You'd love to see it. Then, uh, of course, a hard-hitting affair um, with Moxley being the win. And I very much man, I swear this man cannot book anything right, brother. Give Dax the win. Come on now. No. <laughs> yeah. I hope the Blackpool Combat Club squashes FTR next week, <laughs> just for you, no. <laughs> Um, there is no place for <laughs> old school territory wrestling. I did really love too, uh Cash coming out to make the save for Dax and Claudio just like absolutely murdering him with one uppercut after the match. Man, Claudio needs like at least one little like thing every week where he just like yanks a dude like yeah. just deadlifts a guy up <laughs> for no reason. Did you see that so cool. scar he got from the CMLL uh, match? He literally got like the Kratos. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like scarred. I was wondering what that was from, but yeah, no, okay, (laughs) no, that's cool. I hope he uh, like makes a thing out of that. No, everyone said they. uh, Everyone, I loved people. I saw people online saying they love the CML integration, um, especially versus BCC, just to see Claudio be the greatest base ever. Yeah, Um, that would be fantastic. Yeah, (laughs) that would be fantastic. But. I'm I'm interested to see what they're doing with the BCC because I mean like they're kind of like other than Brian, they're kind of like aimless. They're just like picking a fight with anybody. Like Mox is like, oh, I'm the best, but like he's not really like in a feud right now. He just kind of you know like this FDR thing started last week, right? You know? Yeah. Um. So I'm very interested to see where it goes. I think they're definitely feuding with like CMLL stars too, but like that's for you know Arena Mexico. That's not for Revolution or AEW or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I mean they're dynamic. It has been kind of um, makes like each individual member is there. I think they're just face or heel depending on whoever they're in a feud with at the at the time. For sure. Um, which uh, you know, some people I I can see getting annoyed by. It. I don't mind it so much, um, just because if there's an avenue to have cool matches and if like you know they're they were heels technically in last week's uh, tag, and now Mox is a face in this week's singles match. Like, but they're still cool matches regardless. I don't necessarily uh, care that much about that, those kind of things, particularly because like their characters are so like very much like realism based. Yes. Too that like it, you can make those kinds of leaps more easily than if they were like Paragon type characters. Like a like a Cena sort of thing, but they're they're not so. Um, and then we also got another excellent match in a no or I guess DQ finish. Adam Copeland versus Daniel Garcia. Yeah, this was a DQ. Um, after uh Christian and or it was uh, Nick Wayne right? It was Nick Wayne that attacked the Edge. Uh, well, uh, the whole of the the patriarchy came out. Yeah. Um, to uh interfere in it, um, kill switch. Uh, hit like a, a big kick on uh, Copeland, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, uh, Wayne hit Wayne's World on him. Wayne's World, party time, excellent. <laughs> um, 
and then uh yeah christian uh slid in the chairs and gave him a, a self uh, concerto um yeah to leave him uh, I, I love the way that uh cope sells uh concerto yes. with like a little like spasm uh, that, that was uh, pretty good which is uh, funny because you hate when Brian does that. I do because and I, they have very similar. They have, you know. they do, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, one one's a neck, with the other's a brain. Like I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, but uh, no, yeah. I think, uh, and also, I can. T- you could tell Christian is very, very safe with it. Like it is yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, coming yeah, yeah. nowhere close to his head. Um, he's just like uh, tapping the the ends of the chairs, chairs. to get the sound. Yeah. Um, so that put my mind at ease uh but no i thought it was a great segment i I really dig this this feud and even if you know it is uh dragging on past world's end i think it's fine and, and bringing garcia into it is is really good. i'm digging it i really like garcia i think we could see especially with the way his match ended a three-way another three-way at a revolution yeah absolutely and i think what'll be interesting is especially with keeping garcia's momentum right now putting the title on him and then continuing this um Edge and Christian feud afterwards because I think eventually at some point they're going to tag again. I feel like that's at some point in their career. Oh, that, yeah, that's the end game. That's the sure. end game. And right. so I feel like once they get past the, I feel like as long as Christian holds a TNT title, like this feud isn't going to, you know, like. Yeah, that, that turn is going to happen when uh, Nick Wayne and Killswitch break away from him, is yes. what it's going to be. Which I could definitely see more happening if Garcia takes the title off of him, which I'm very interested. In. And plus, you gotta put it eventually. You gotta start strapping some of these. Yeah, guys. yeah. And Garcia has been uh, a, a main focal point of uh, yep. Collision for weeks now. So um, we also had uh, Wardlow squash. There you go. Okay. Posing, yep. <laughs> posing, posing was, to the hard was, cam. He Pose. was he was posing to the hard cam. Um, I liked uh, that Adam Cole came out on commentary and did not say a word. <laughs> and he goes, thank you, gentlemen. <laughs> and then he walks away. That's that's a good heel. That is a good tactic. heel. I also liked um, Tony Storm's new featurette. Oh, this was fantastic. Wet Ink. Wet Ink. That was my a favorite cool movie, brother. My favorite uh, film of the year so far. It's definitely my favorite film we saw the last week, which is between that and Madam Web. So. Oh, yeah. No, so the, the competition was steep is what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, this is really, this is really fun. Um, and uh, good on them for uh, using Tony's uh, tattoo appointment <laughs> in order to book a, a TV segment. Oh, yeah. That Fantastic move. Yeah. And I like that two didn't completely deface the original tattoo. Like, she didn't, like, get it marked over or anything like that. She just had, like, a little... Yeah, it's kind of integrated it into yep. the design. Yeah. Um, and then we, of course, saw the EVPs, Matthew and Nicholas Jackson, face Private Party in an all right match. Yeah, this is was pretty good. Um, they got a... I get what they're doing, like, still wearing the, the suits with the blood yeah. on it. Looks kind of gross. Yeah, it looks gross. I just don't like them wrestling in suits in general. It just doesn't look. Which I mean, I guess it's the point, but it, like, it yeah. does not look right. I think I think it's the point, so I I don't mind it. But you're right; it is a very strange look. I do like uh, <laughs> um, Nicholas immediately going to yell at commentary, and Taz like, "I got you guys! I got you guys!" Yeah. Uh, the real highlight of, of the match though was the the segment after. Oh yeah, when they were gonna hit the. Of course, the Darby coming out, they were going to hit the, what is it, EVP trigger on Tony? Yeah, yeah. So they're in an interview segment, uh, and Nicholas, like, gut checks uh, Shivani. Yep. And, like, Matthew's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, my brother's a hothead. Uh, and <laughs> I love their, their little California accents. 
Uh, and so he like offers a hand to help Shivani up, and then Nick offers his hand, and they're so they're in position for the EVP trigger, and then yeah, Darby makes the saves, and then uh, references Cody Rhodes. Yes, which is pretty nice. Um, I thought the promo was good. Everyone was complaining about it. I was like, it was good. I could tell you point. why people are complaining about it. Um, the whole point of this feud is they came out and wrecked Sting, wrecked Darby Allen, wrecked Sting's sons. Stang they and did, Stung. They did all that to the, uh, them, and they have this serious angle where they're getting heat. They bloodied up this legend after his celebration about him probably winning his last title. Because he hasn't got too many long. He just wanted to celebrate – with his family, uh, celebrate this big title win that you incorrectly booked because Big Bill Watts lost the title. All right, all right. But you have all this, and then you just come out, and with the Jacksons, you kind of make it like a joke, and then you have Darby Allen not really talk about it during the promo and instead talk about uh, backstage politics, which I know people don't like this comparison, is the same thing that Vince Russo was doing back in 2000's WCW. Well, the whole point is they're leaning into it with the gimmick, though. That's the whole point. Is they're you can be- you can lean into it, but you ain't got to bring up all the terrible things that has happened. I don't think the terrible things that he's referencing are real. Yeah, I think the Darby stuff is purely in character, like the stuff about like the Bucks not believing in him. No, like, that's when comp- AEW first started out. Was it PWG? Brother, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I was there for like 2019. I know that you were a hot prospect, and it was not a risk to sign you. No, no, um, no. And, uh, you know, he's the, definitely a Cody guy, but like the Bucks were behind. There's no doubt. I don't think they were blackballing. Or yeah. Like to, to further my points about this, though, they Darby didn't really talk about the pressing issue of the fact that the blood that is on the young Bucks suits are stained with Sting's blood, this legend's blood. It's and actually his this, blood. It, yeah. It, it, it's, it's all of their blood. Y'all understand yeah. what I mean. Um, and that at Revolution, he's got a baseball bat now, and he's going to give him heck. That's why you should buy tickets and stuff like that. They, I just don't get why you would continuously lean into the backstage politics of it all instead of continuing this hot angle that you've got with these two reckless EVPs tearing up a Legends. I think it worked. Um, I, I'm conflicted about it. Um. I don't think it's like, you know, the antithesis of wrestling storytelling or whatever that like some people think it is. Uh, but I do agree that yeah, it doesn't really further the angle that they set up last week. And if I were to uh, be the one writing the segment, I would focus it more on the effect that the attack on Sting had on Darby uh, to justify like because this whole segment was meant to like justify and get Darby's point of view across as to why he specifically wants to fight the Young Bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, they beat him up! Yeah, but, like, that's the thing, is, like, and he references, he references the, the history with them as his justification, when the justification, at least in this context, could be as simple as you beat me and my tag team partner slash father to a pulp. <laughs> so, like, and now I, I want to, you know, get back at you guys. So, um, but, yeah. I don't know. It, not not the greatest thing in the world. Not the worst thing in the world. In, in other words, like most wrestling. <laughs> so. Well, with that being said, we do have to get on a quick PSA break. We'll be back for these brief messages. Welcome back to WGL 91.1 FM. We're going to go ahead and finish our little Dynamite seg here. We had a match between 
It's two of Cooper's favorite women's wrestlers, Willow and Sky Blue, with Stokely Hathaway at ringside wearing the Taz fit. Um, how'd you feel? Okay. <laughs> I like Stokely Hathaway. Yes. All right, I want to preface this. I love Stokely. When, when I say that. Big Stoke, great follow on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you guys are, are interested in just seeing a, a man – uh, get thoroughly roasted alive. <laughs> um, uh, I think that as a result of uh, this matchup, that he should be barred from ringside for every single match. Uh, <laughs> at least every single match involving Sky Blue. That's my only caveat. Apparently, um, uh, Kyle Fletcher is coming for Stokely. So. He better. Um, <laughs> uh, should uh, you know um, the the one good thing that Kyle Fletcher has done. Um, so, but no, Willow, Willow uh, getting the win here, I, I think is is good, and I'm 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 actually really digging this uh, Willow stat and uh, Stokely story that they've got going on. Having like face wrestlers with a heel manager, I think is a really funny like pairing and dynamic to see them try to like find ways to justify and go along with his antics. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm kind of into it. Yeah, I'm definitely into it. I think where this is all leading is obviously I think. Um, wedding at Revolution. No, I think Stat and Willow are not going to do the heel tendencies, which you saw in Re- Revolution. I think Stokes going to bring in Megan Bain. Ooh, that'd be interesting. That's that's where I see the storyline going. And then finally, we had the main event. We're in Texas. You know what that means? Texas Death Match. Um, this time oh, it was no, 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 no. I believe you mean Texas Death. Texas Death between Mister OC Orange Cassidy and Matt Taven of the Undisputed Kingdom. Um, this match had no reason to be this good. It's a surprising banger. <laughs> this is so they did not have to go this hard on a random Matt dynamite. That <laughs> table could not put put OC through the table, and he is like, ah, screw it. I'm just gonna go flying into the announce desk. <laughs> that craziest thing. Also, uh, Trent breaking the pipe Terminator style through fan, the oh, roses fantastic. and the tax I said from Chucky e. T in the. In the, um, the art chocolate box, yeah, perfect. Uh, I, yeah, this was this was just absolute nonsense. I loved every <laughs> single second of it. Um, Matt Taven, very underrated. Um, you know, he he serves his role well as the, as the tag guy in mm. in most of the factions that he's been in. Um, but yeah, when he's called on to do some some cool stuff, he can he's he's been around enough and is creative enough to really pull it out. Um, and yeah, OC gives just such a fantastic, uh, performance in it too. Like just constantly being like bemused by all the little, like <laughs> little, uh, death match tricks that keep popping up at him. Um, and man, that, yeah, that one shot of him just thick patch blood, of blood, yeah. just pouring down his face, like spurting out of his head. And he's like holding the little box of chocolates with Chucky e. T's <laughs> like tax on him. Oh, it was so good. It was so much fun. Um, speaking of, we're in Texas. I, I will mention, even though I didn't watch Rampage, they did have a Von Eric and Dustin Rhodes tag team match. Yeah, I saw that. I haven't watched Rampage either, but yeah, that's nice. nice. Yeah. Um, with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and move on to some New Japan and some Rev Pro. First time, um, I think second time technically, because I did bring up Oku and Osprey's first match. No, I think we mentioned Kid and. 
Osprey at some point. Maybe. maybe. Um, I've definitely talked about Oku and Osprey in the original, like our 2022 match mm-hmm. of the year. But we had Will Osprey's final indie um, at Rev Pro High mm-hmm. Stakes 2022. It is his 11th year in Rev Pro, and he faced the undisputed British heavyweight champion, Michael Oku. And if he won the match, he was going to relinquish the title at the Revolution Rumble, and someone was going to win it and basically say, screw you to Oku on the way out. And there was no ref stoppages, and I think the only other stipulation was if Oku's manager threw in the towel, he would lose the title. Yeah. Um, Amira. Amira, yeah. yeah. I think it's also his girlfriend or I think so. wife or somebody. Something like that. Related to him somehow. Um, I think his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, this, this was fantastic. Do we want to do the – the quick little rundown, uh, or do we just want to focus on the main? Quick or? little rundown. I can do. I can do a quick one. Um, uh, so this is a, this is a pretty good show overall. Um, the started off the the night with um, an AEW international yep. title. I didn't hear about match. this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, with, with the surprise appearance by OC. Um, Who all was in it? It was Cameron Kai. Um, heard of him. Who's a newer guy? I'm not familiar with. Flash Morgan Webster yeah. um, from Subculture. Mm-hmm. Richard Holiday, yep. who okay. we saw, friend of the show, yep, Richard friend Holiday. Of the show, Spike Trevay. Uh, Spike Trevay, the Vulture uh, from Progress. Shaw Samuels uh, from NXT UK and a bunch of other UK indies. And Shigehiro Iri, yep. um, the, uh, at least, um, I, I know. Also friend of the show. Also friend of the show. Also uh, either used to be or still is the WXW uh, world yeah, champion. champion. Yeah, Yeah. Um, fun little uh, plunder like opening scramble thing. Very a lot of people got their spots in. Um, uh, OC retains, of course. Then we have the undisputed British women's title match uh, with the champion Danny Luna uh, going up against Sapphire Reed, who I had never heard of, uh, but I was very impressed with. Gerbic um, is like she's the radioactive one. She's got great like it kind of manic facial expressions mm-hmm. and she hit a crazy spot uh where she hit like a single leg drop kick uh while Danny Luna was like hovering on the ropes it looked very unstable and very unsafe but she landed it so it was cool I'm glad <laughs> they did um and Alex Winter came to attack after the match that's true yeah um uh, beat down Danny Luna and mm-hmm. set up that uh, match for a revolution rumble I think I think rematch because she uh, Luna beat her for the title yes so. you're right uh, I, I like Danny Luna a lot, by the way. Her, uh, she's a great like power uh, yep. base too, kind of like Willow. Um, so like uh, pairing up impact with, talent, Danny Luna. Impact uh, TNA talent. TNA, Danny, yeah, Danny TNA Luna. talent, yeah. Um, long it lasts. Then we had a, a tag match <laughs> with the team of Young Blood, uh, the, uh, oh, really? former, the former Young Lions out on excursion. That's fantastic. I've seen pictures of them. I re- I, I dig the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have proper gear now. <laughs> yeah, um, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, Oscar Loibe and Yuto Nakashima Absolutely. Uh, defeated the team of Kieran Lacey and Mark True. I have no idea who those other no, guys I were. It was, I, I just like seeing Youngblood. Uh, <laughs> and, and they won. Uh, then we had Luke Jacobs. Uh, who I am a brand new fan of. Absolute hoss. Just built like he's made out of concrete. Former Progress Atlas champion. That is true. I, I see. I knew about that. I wasn't watching Progress around that time. Yeah, of course. Um, and I heard it. 
I, I'm gonna go back uh, after the show, and I'm gonna watch this match with Tomohiro Ishii, because <laughs> uh, dear lord, that man is built for Tomohiro Ishii yeah. to do some headbutts on. I remember, yeah, that one was fantastic. Was that was that it? Um, the anniversary, or was that it? I think that was the, anniversary. Was it Royal Quest? I can't remember. Uh, I, I, you're asking the wrong guy. Okay. <laughs> you're asking the wrong guy. I was staring yeah. you right in the eyes when I asked. <laughs> yeah, um, but he defeated JJ Gale, who I don't know. Um, it was fun. I've heard little. of JJ. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, anything cool about him? Not that I can think of. Okay, cool. I've like I've heard the name. Like I knew that one, but I, I couldn't tell I you. I know there's a guy out yeah. there called JJ Gale. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, then we had uh, Mustafa Ali yeah. uh, defeating Robbie X. I love Ali. This match was great. I really, really loved this. I love Mustafa Ali. Always have, always will. And Robbie X, uh, a great surprise for me. Um, really, really solid cruiserweight wrestler. Have you ever seen him before? No. Dude's been around for forever. Ever. He looks like it. Um, <laughs> shout out the best spot ever, which is Robbie X being like, anything that you can do, I can do better. And then Mustafa Ali did a uh, hair flip. And Robbie X is yeah. bald, so oh, he yeah. was unable. <laughs> that was incredible. But he, he gave it a good shot. Yeah. The, the old college try. Uh, then we got Shingo Takagi uh, versus Trent Seven in a match that I am surprised that I did not like. Replacing Gabe uh, Kidd. Yeah, replace G- Trent Seven, replace Gabe Kidd um, in this match because uh, of the injury um, from the last yeah, cage. Uh, cage match in New Japan. Um, but I think this went on just a little too long. Um, they were going for like a big epic kind of thing um, when I think this would have been served better for both of them uh, to just kind of get in and out. Um, then another not great match, I thought uh, Anthony Agogo. Uh, uh, Ricky Shane Knight, uh, Ricky Knight Jr. Ricky Knight Jr. You're thinking Sorry. of Ricky Shane Dave Page Bayless from already. MLW <laughs> and CCW. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, this I was not super into this. Um, Gogo is still fairly new, uh, so that's not entirely his fault. Um, but yeah, just not ideal. Uh, then we had Zack Saber Jr. taking on Connor Mills. Um, I like this match quite a bit. Uh, Connor Mills is also a new face for me. Uh, I get his thing. He's a very like intense, like kind of striker, um, and he put those those skills to work here. I just don't think that him and Saber necessarily like meshed as like fluidly as like I've seen Saber uh, have with other opponents before. Mm-hmm. But then again, Saber is a very particular kind of wrestler, so I don't necessarily blame Mills for that either. It was, it was a good match, but nothing that blew my mind. Um, and then of course the main event: Michael Oku, Will Ospreay. This is the first Michael Oku match I've seen all the way through. He is a star, <laughs> dear lord. It's um, it's funny because Tony Collins' attendance and they were they were chanting, "You signed the wrong one." And I'm like, "Do you want him to be taken <laughs> away? Like, you yeah, don't understand. Yeah. This guy is the man. Be happy while you have him. Don't wish for him to be taken away. Right? He's tagged with Tana. Yeah. No, I I I love this match so much. This is a this is a match of the year for sure. Um. And just so much, like, as somebody who wasn't, who has not been keeping up with the story, you felt the intensity behind every single move. Um, Osprey, uh, just being this absolute, like, you know, um, I I, I want to say words that I can't say, but <laughs> just a just a mean like gatekeeper. You know, he's like, I am the man, you are not the man, um, but forcing. 
Oku to, to bring that side of himself out and really, really, truly prove himself as the next definitive flag bearer for British wrestling. Um, this it, it felt like a true epic, and I think they accomplished it in like absolute astounding fashion. New beginning updates? Well, first, I wanted to say congrats to Michael for uh, finishing his story. I would love to transition into previewing the most anticipated premium live event of the weekend, <laughs> the new beginning in Sapporo. <laughs> um, we do, to start it off on the first night, the first big match is um, the first IWGP Women's Championship match in New Japan Forever. since Sakura Genesis nearly a year ago, yeah. I think. And it's Iwatani versus Mina Shirakawa, who I'm not familiar with. I don't really watch much stardom, to be honest. I have seen some of her stuff. She's okay. really, really fun. Um, uh, she's the lead, uh, not the leader, but she's part of a, a new faction uh, since Donna Del Mondo split right, up. Right, right. And so she merged her faction, Club Venus, with okay. um, so the, the remainders of Donna Del Mondo. Mm. Um, Which is not... Thecla or Julia, right? No, but Micah, okay. uh, who is their current top okay. champ, is is in that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but Mina is really great. She's like, uh, as good as she is in ring, I think like her promo stuff is even better. Mm-hmm. She's like super charismatic. So yeah. Well, I'm excited to see that one and check out someone I haven't seen before. Um, obviously, I watch plenty of Iwatani though. She's hard to miss. Right. Right. <laughs> she's got a movie coming out. Right. Um, after that, there's the. First junior heavyweight championship defense of Desperado's reign against Sho. But the stipulation here is a little interesting. <laughs> if Sho loses, he has to leave the house and join <gasps> up with Strong Style, Suzuki, <laughs> and Desperado. I don't know if you'll hurt I don't about like that. that because that means that he's going he's gonna to win. Well, we're going to have to run through this new beginning card. We got like one minute, bro. Okay, okay, okay. We got Shota Umino versus Evil for the Never Open Weight. Yeah. Sadly, to kick it, to end it all off, we've got the worst, like, great news and then depressing bit right after is the debuts of Nimeth and Matt Riddle. Back to back. A tale of two debuts. Yeah, yeah. Well, Riddle was at the Strong Show, I guess. But it's, uh, yeah, it's for the TV Championship Riddle against Tanahashi. I'm happy about Nimeth. And then the Nimeth versus Finley, the first defense of the IWGP Global Heavyweight Championship. After that, the next night will be a gauntlet for all of Just Five Guys against their respected, their like parallels on LIJ, Bushi versus Taka, Hiromu Hiromu versus Doki. Shingo versus Taichi, Hair versus Hair, Suji versus Umora, and then the rematch from Wrestle Kingdom. Naito versus Sonata. I'm going to be so sad about that hair. Bushi versus Taka? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the a most brother. anticipated <laughs> of the series. It, it's, a, it's a shame for anybody, of either of those two lads, to lose their hair. Their most defining oh, feature. Well, the, the hair one is... Uh, um, uh, well, no, 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 I'm not Yoda talking about. And... No, I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha, Simply gotcha. the. I know. I know. I, uh, I thought. Fuji I thought you were. Versus... I thought you were talking no, about no, no, Bushi no, no, and Taka. No, no, no. I was like, what? We should like... make that hair versus mask. Right. right. <laughs> also, not to go unmentioned, it's the same night where um, Tama, Tonga, and Okada will have their final matches yep. in New Japan. Chaos Old God versus, versus United UG. Empire, and then yeah, Old God versus New God. Speaking of Chaos versus UE, it's Chaos um, versus UE with Matt oh Riddle. Oh my gosh, you're right. Yeah. Um, so. Okada's putting going out with the with his back to the lights to Matt Riddle, brother. Ladies and gentlemen, we have to go to a PSA break, but we'll be back because there's brief messages.
Welcome back to WG, WWE GL. We're going to 91.1 FM. It is time to predict the Elimination Chamber in Perth, Australia. They are booking this thing 50% off the back of Mommy. That's literally it. It is Rhea Ripley's homecoming. Up first, we have the Judgment Day of Finn, the team of Finn Balor and Damian Priest versus British Strong Style, or also apparently known as the New Catch Republic. Um, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate. Who do you have and why? Also, this is for the vacant WABGL Championship. So in an event of a tie, we will be going back to the tried and true tradition of the WWEGL questionnaire. Excellent. So, we really Excellent. are on the road to WWEGL. Um, and if all of us tie, <laughs> then we will bring back Alex to do the questionnaire. <laughs> yeah, right. um, up first, we have – who do you have? Judgment Day or Bruce Strong Style? We're not calling them that. Um, we're going this way? You, yeah, you go okay. first. Um, I have – Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate, um, I think, uh, of all the championships uh, that are being defended on this match, all two of them, uh, <laughs> this is <laughs> the one that it makes the most sense to change. Um, the Judgment Day have held on to those belts for forever, and they'll probably win them, like, I don't know, at the Raw two weeks after, after this. Yeah. yeah so. uh, I think a lot of faces are going to win at this pay-per-view, so I think it makes more sense for the heel team of the Judgment Day to retain those titles. I'm also taking the Judgment Day. I, I see them carrying it into WrestleMania, even though obviously it's been a long reign already. I don't know who the challengers would be, but I just feel like they have nothing else to do. Like, I, unless they give Priest a singles match with R-Truth at WrestleMania. I think money's at, right? British Strong Style, because I either think we're having Judgment Day Implosion or something with Priest and R-Truth, or like he's saying. Um, at Mania. Something with that storyline. I could not. Or maybe Priest and Truth versus Finn and, and JD or something like <laughs> yeah. that. Who cares? Right. I just can't um, Up head. next, we have the Women's Elimination Chamber. Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair, Liv Morgan, Tiffany Stratton, Naomi, and the returning Raquel Rodriguez. Who do you have and why? I'll go first in this one to make it fair, which means Noah will go first in the next one and you go first in the last Sounds one. Sounds like a plan. Um, I am taking Becky. Because that's what they're building to. It could be Bianca, but I feel like they're going to do Bianca and Jade and save Bianca and Rhea for a later date. And, you know, I just don't have confidence in any of the other people winning this match. Uh, yeah, I have Becky, too. Um, I think uh, the the promo segment with her and Rhea from before the Rumble was, like, pretty much the only bit of build for the yep. Rumble that I was interested in. Um, and it would be a shame to see them not follow up on it. And also, yeah, I mean, everybody else here has such little to do story-wise for that title, so um, it just makes more sense for Becky. Noah? It's going to be Raquel Rodriguez. Okay. All right, Jack? No I, no follow-up. I would no love follow-up. to say someone else because I do not want this tie to happen, but, yeah, it's going to be it's gonna be Becky. There's really no <laughs> other answer for this one. Finally, the most anticipated match of all time, Rhea Ripley versus Nia Jax. Uh, hey, guys, on three. One, two, three. Rhea Ripley. All right. Australia. Now, see how quick? We got two minutes, and we only have one more match left. We have the men's elimination chamber for the World Heavyweight Championship. We have Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, Bobby Lashley, L.A. Knight. Yeah. Um, Kevin Owens and Logan Paul. Um, I'll go first on this one, too, because I'm confident. Drew McIntyre. I do not like you. <laughs> because we have the exact same <laughs> There's four matches, We have the bro. exact same card. We'll fight it out of revolution. I, I, I'm, I've learned my lesson. I'm not changing it. 
It's Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Uh, I'm gonna be fun here and go L A Knight. Yeah. yeah. I'll also go against the grain and uh, think maybe they run back uh, WrestleMania 31 and do Randy Orton versus Rollins at Mania. I'd like to Ooh, see. It. I'd like bold. to see it more than McIntyre. Bold. Frankly, well, I've been enjoying his run, especially since McIntyre has been booked the strongest and beat Cody tonight. I don't see him not winning. That's fair. Um, but with that being said, that should be the end of our show. If someone can find. The outro. Hey, well, we got two minutes to talk about great things here. Yeah, here we go. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to WEGL Wiggle 91.1 FM. That has been it for us, but we will be back next week with hopefully a new champion or at least a new quiz questionnaire. <laughs> more, and, probably more accurate, yeah. And if and right after that, you're going to have to book Revolution. So even if we win, you're immediately going to probably, you know, maybe I'll become four times, four times. Um, but if you want to follow us on any of the podcast players of your choice, you can. We are on all those day after the podcast, um, Mondays at 9 p.m. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at Bylogan Hurst. You can follow Jack at Average Dark. You can follow Noah at Noah underscore Phillips 64. Cooper doesn't have a Twitter, but Cooper, do you have any last words? Sky Blue was robbed. <laughs> Excalibur style for Logan tonight. Excalibur style. Um, thank you, thank you for listening. We will be back next week. Goodbye. And good night. Bang.